You're listening to a podcast from Victory Alabang. God works, and this is a reflection of His nature and character. Learn more on this message by Pastor Jonathan Ramirez. Okay, ngayon pong araw na ito, ay ang good news ay may bago tayong series. Ang title po nating series, TGIM. Okay? Ano yung sabihin ng TGIM? Thank God, it's, it's Monday, and this is a preaching series about work. Okay? We are going to look at the Bible, what is the biblical perspective of work and how we are supposed to look at it as well. At ang atin pong outcome-based objective is at the end of the series, we will understand that work is a blessing from God and can be enjoyed by reflecting on His character and nature. Mapapansin po ninyo, ito po ay tatlong linggo nating pag-uusapan. The first week is the God who works, the work that works, second week, and third week is the man who works. Sino po rito yung mga nagtatrabaho, taso ang kamay? Yan, okay, mga nagtatrabaho. Yung mga housewife po, nagtatrabaho din kayo, hindi ba? Taas nga kami ng mga housewife. Yan, yung mga nagtatrabaho din kayo, huwag isipin, hindi kayo nagtatrabaho. Dahil kayo ay mas mahirap pa nga yung trabaho ninyo dahil walang, ano yun eh, walang time out. Di ba, walang, <laughs> walang sweldo. <laughs> walang sweldo. Kaya kayo yung mga dakila, kayong mga housewife, dahil, sige Palakpakan naman ninyo. Okay. okay. Nakila ho talaga sila. Natrabaho. Eight hours na tulog. <laughs> okay. Tapos lahat ay puro trabaho. And so, I believe that the work that we have right now, whether it is at home or outside the home, is a blessing from God. Amen. Is that the way you look at it? Kasi pag hindi natin ganon tinitingnan, magiging mahirap yung trabaho para sa atin. Alam nyo, para sa simula pa lamang, ang trabaho ay inordena ng Panginoon sa tao. Hindi po ito nangyari lamang dahil ang tao ay nahulog sa kasalanan. Noon pa man, binigyan na ng Diyos ang authority ang tao to manage everything. To work in the Garden of Eden, to manage the creation of God. So, doon pa lang, makikita natin yung work. Now, batay po dito sa Psychology Today. Ito po isang babasahin. Happiness at work. Sabi rin, the average person spends... 90,000 hours at work over their lifetime. So, kung titignan po ninyo, bahagi na lang buhay natin ang pagtatrabaho dahil ito po ay inordain din ng Panginoon na gawin ng bawat isa sa atin. Pero dahil po sa ang tao ay nahulog sa kasalanan noong paman, bagamat ang original intention ng Panginoon, tayo po ay nagtatrabaho ng mayroong kagalakan. Okay? Excited ka sa pagtatrabaho. Ito ay paraan ng Diyos para ikaw ay i-bless at ang iyong pamilya. Unfortunately, because of man's fallen nature, nagkaroon ng negative perspective ang tao sa trabaho. Okay? Dahil kasi nga naman nung makapasok yung kasalanan, ang sabi ng Diyos sa lalaki, you are going to experience painful toil. Okay? Paghihirapan mo lahat ng iyong kakainin. Why? Because that's part of the curse. Now, tayo po ay naligtas na. Amen tayo tumanggap sa Panginoon he received we receive him as our lord and personal savior and therefore our work should not serve as a curse for us or there should not be curse in our work instead we are supposed to enjoy our work and consider it as a blessing from the lord amen but unfortunately because sometimes of ignorance because we don't know the word of god or sometimes because it's the reality there are hardships in the work Nagiging negative na yung pananaw natin sa trabaho. At mayroong pong dalawang negative na pananaw. 
Una, yung tinatawag na burden of work. Okay? Na para bang pagka ikaw may trabaho, bigat na bigat ka. Naku, trabaho na naman. Kaya pagdating ng Monday, talagang katakot-takot na busy-busy ka, ang dami mong ginagawa. So parang kumaari lang, pag nag-vacation na, ayaw mong dumating yung Monday. Tama ho ba? Sometimes you don't really like Monday. Could, just, could you just imagine what is the day na traffic sa EDSA ng gusto? Monday! Eh, sa bagay ngayon, araw-araw na traffic. <laughs> Di ba? Pero mas matindi pagka Monday. Grabe. Kasi dyan na lahat magtatrabaho, sisimula na ng trabaho. Kaya naman, kapag dumadating na yung Friday, dahil malapit ng bakasyon, the following day yung iba, wala ng trabaho, tuwan-tuwa, thank God, it's Friday! Okay, na para bang pagod na pagod na sa trabaho, talagang tuwan-tuwa na sa magbakasyon. Dahil nga sa pagkakahulog ng tao sa kasalanan at dahil nakapasok yung sumpa, kahit na tayo na born na ginamin sa nagkakaroon ng negative na pananaw, yung una nga na sinabi natin is, we see work as a burden because there are really burdens in work. Hindi ko sinasabi, pag ikaw ay nagtatrabaho, madali yung trabaho mo. Okay? Lahat po ng trabaho, ikaw ay papawisan. Lahat ng trabaho, ito ay yung paghihirapan. Amen. Pero mas nagiging mahirap kung ito ay tinitignan mong mahirap. At kung ito ay tinitignan mo, napabigat lang sa'yo. Okay? So dahil sa negative na pananaw natin, nagiging pahirap nga minsan kinakaladkad mo na lang yung paamo sa trabaho para magtrabaho. Okay? Reality kasi, minsan yung boss mo hindi mo gusto. Tama ba? Sino rito yung mahal na mahal niya yung boss niya? Ako, ba't isa lang nagtaas? Ah, katabi niya yung boss niya. <laughs> ah, sino rito yung uh, parang pag yung boss niya parang tingin niyo may sungay kapag <laughs> nakikita niyo. Alam ko lang magtataas ng kamay. Kasi baka katabi din niyo. Oh, anyway. So, we see bur- the work as a burden sometimes. It's not only because of the work in itself but because sometimes of your boss. Okay? O kaya yung trabaho mo, dinalagdagan pa ng panibagong trabaho na hindi mo na trabaho pero dinadagdag pa sa'yo. Andiyan po ba kayo? Okay? At isa pang klase ng isa pang extreme naman na pananaw ay yung, yung tinatawag na pagiging workaholic. Okay? You make your work as your God. Idolatry of work. Na minsan, kailangan mo magbigay ng panahon sa sarili mo para makapagpahingi ka, ginagamit mo pa rin para sa pagtatrabaho. Okay? Yung araw, ginagawa mong gabi. Yung gabi, ginagawa mong araw. Yung overwork ka na. Wala ka ng time sa pamilya mo. Wala kang time sa anak mo, wala kang time sa asawa mo, na parang ang asawa mo na yung trabaho mo. Okay? Maaaring iyan po yung nangyayari sa atin, pero mas lalo, kung mapapansin ninyo, mas lalo yan sa Japan. Grabe yung magtrabaho mga tao doon. Okay, basahin ko po ito. Working in Japan, hours, culture, and work conditions. Japanese employees work long hours. In spite of the labor law, it is not unusual for employees to work 60 hours a week. Meaning, kung anim na beses yan sa uh, loob ng isang linggo, 10 hours a day. O kaya kung 5 days, 12 hours. This has led to a phenomenon called karoshi, death from overwork, where corporate employees have been known to spontaneously drop dead of exhaustion. Naku, marami ko palang namamatay sa pagtatrabaho ng sobra. Why? Dahil hindi na balansyado. Alam mo, hindi ko pong masisisi yung mga nagtatrabaho sa call center bagamat ako po inaawa sa kanila. Okay? Lalo na, yung working schedule nila, kinakailangan gising sila sa madaling araw. Sino nagtatrabaho sa call center dito? Okay? Meron? Okay? 
Naawaw ako sa kanila na nahihira. Ang hirap po yung paiba-iba yung schedule mo tapos matatapat ka pa madaling araw kagising. Siyempre yung may tinatawag na body clock, hindi yun ba? So mayroong certain uh, habit na yung katawan mo kung anong oras dapat gumising, anong oras dapat matulog. But because of your job schedule, which is I think changing every week or every two weeks, nag-iiba. Kaya marami sa kanila na i-stress na ng gusto. Okay? But because of the lack of opportunity that we have in our country today, wala tayong option. But kagatin yun, lalo na ito'y isang opportunity pa rin. Pero, ganito ho ba dapat maging pananaw natin sa trabaho? Dapat ba kinakailangan makitparingin natin i-burden ang pagkatrabaho? O bakit, o yung iba naman is, tinitingin ito parang yun ang Diyos-Diyosa nila. Yun na nakagugol ang buong pagkatao nila sa kanilang pagkatrabaho at hindi na nababalanse. Sa loob po ng tatlong linggo ay pag-aaralan po natin at na natin kung sinasabi ng Biblia patungkol sa paano natin tititignan ng tama. Amen? Tumayo po tayong lahat. Topic po natin is the God who works. Buksan po natin sa may Proverbs chapter 8, verse 22 to 31. The Lord possessed me at the beginning of His work, the first of His acts of old. Ages ago, I was set up at the first before the beginning of the earth, when there were no depths, I was brought forth. When there were no springs abounding with water, before the mountains had been shaped, before the hills, I was brought forth. Before He had made the earth with its field, and the first of the dust of the world, when He established the heavens, I was there. When He drew a circle on the face of the deep, when He made firm skies above, when He established the fountains of the deep, when He assigned to the sea its limit, so that the waters might not transgress His command, when He marked out the foundation of the earth, then I was beside Him like a master workman, and I was daily His delight, rejoicing before Him always, rejoicing in His inhabited world, and delighting in the children of men. Tayo pong lahat ay manalangin. Heavenly Father, thank you God for this time that you have given us. Enable us to understand your word by the power of your Holy Spirit. Give us divine illumination of your word. Makita po namin ang iyong mga salita na may apply po namin sa aming mga buhay at kamay po ilubos na nagtitiwala sa iyo na ngayong araw na ito, mangungusap ka sa amin. Salamat Ama sa pangalan ni Jesus. Amen. Allow me first to give you a little background about Proverbs. Ang Proverbs po ay tinatawag itong wisdom book. Okay? Katalinuhan. When this book was made, especially majority of the Proverbs uh, were actually done by, written by Solomon, King Solomon. Ito po yung tinatawag na wisdom book. Bagamat nung sinulat ito, hindi pa, ang nagsasalita po rito yung wisdom. Okay? But in the New Testament, we realize that Jesus Christ is the wisdom of God. And therefore, Jesus was actually the wisdom of God personified. Are you there? So, nung pagbabasahin po ninyo ang Proverbs, kapag nakikita yung katulad ng binasa natin, para bang nagsasalita yung wisdom. Okay? Parang tao siya na nagsasalita. Talaga naman pong tao, it's because Jesus is the wisdom of God personified. Okay? He is really the power and the wisdom of God. And I'm referring to Jesus. Kaya naman, sa so binabasa natin kanina, para bang tao yung nagsasalita bagamat pinipresent siya as a wisdom because that's precisely Jesus Christ who has been with God from the very beginning. I would like to present to you, first of all, na ang Diyos ay nagtatrabaho. 
Okay? Ang Diyos ay nagtatrabaho at kung na natin sa Bible, sa pasimula pa lamang ng mundo, siya ay nagtatrabaho na. God is the first worker and that's my first point. Makikita natin, sa Genesis chapter 1, verse 1, in the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. Sabi niyo in the beginning. God created the heavens and the earth. Na confirmation doon po sa my Proverbs na binasa natin kanina sa my verse 22 and 23. The Lord possessed me at the beginning of His work. Ang nagsasalita rito yung wisdom, which is Jesus Christ personified in the New Testament. So, the Lord possessed me or possessed wisdom at the beginning of His work. The first of His acts of old. Ages ago, I was set up at the first before the beginning of the earth. Now, kung itutuloy natin yung pagbabasa sa Genesis, ang sabi roon, ng verse 2, chapter 1, The earth was without form and void, and darkness was over the face of the deep. And the Spirit of God was hovering over the face of the waters. And God said, Let there be light, and there was light. Now, Dito po ipinapakita na sa pasimula pa lamang ay nagtatrabaho na ang Diyos. Okay? Hindi dahil sa kung ano pa mang dahilan, kundi para ma-establish ang sangkatotohanan, ang Diyos ang may likha ng lahat ng bagay. Amen. Hindi lang ang Diyos ay nakaupo at nagro-rule. He was actually working from the very beginning. And He has been working till now. Now, sabi ganun, in the beginning... Yung announcement po, kasi sabi ng Bible, ang announcement, in the beginning, God created. Hindi sinabi, God sat majestic in the heavens. Bagamat totoo na ang Diyos ay nakaupo sa kanyang trono, and because the throne speaks of power and rulership, but the Bible presented God in the opening of the Bible, in the beginning, God created. Nagtatrabaho na ang Diyos sa pamamagitan ng paglikha niya ng mundo. Tama ho ba? Hindi prinisensya na nakaupo. Bagamat we know that God has His throne and He is ruling, we may probably look at it in a very literal way just for us to have an imagination about the power in the throne of God. So tinitignan na siya na nakaupo doon sa trono. But if there is such thing as that, ito po for our consumption para ma-imagine natin ang Diyos na siyang namumuno sa buong mundo. Katunayan no, walang trono na pwedeng pagkasahan ng Diyos. Amen. It only speaks about how God is in control of everything. He rules over all the face of the earth and even outside the earth. Now, God created. Nilikha ng Diyos sa simula pa lamang, nilikha na ng Diyos ang lahat ng bagay. Sa madali salita, pinipresent ng Bible si Jesus na nagtatrabaho. Amen. So kung tayo ay nagtatrabaho, ang Diyos din sa pasimula ay nagtrabaho na. Katunayan sa Bible, ipinipresent ng Diyos ang kanyang sarili in different ways. Siya yung pastol or shepherd, potter, builder, and architect, weaver, gardener, farmer, musician, and artist, and so on and so forth. Okay? Kahit ano si Jesus ay magkatawang tao, yung kanyang job is siya isang karpentero. Kasi ho, kaugalian po sa Jerusalem, lalo na sa, mga, lalo sa kanilang kultura na kung ano yung trabaho ng tatay, yun ang magiging trabaho ng panganay na anak. So dahil si Jose ay karpentero, so si Jesus, karpintero din. So, yun po yung kanyang trabaho. But of course, alam natin, that is not the primary mission of Jesus. His primary work is to really work for our salvation. Do you agree? Okay. But nevertheless, makikita po natin dito, 
Maging si Jesus, nung magkatawang tao, hindi niya in yung kanyang sarili sa pagtatrabaho. Nung nilikha ng Diyos ang, uh, ang lahat po ng bagay, ang sabi nyo sa pasimula, kailan yon In the beginning. Maraming tanong sa akin, Pastor, ano ba date nung in the beginning? Ay, hindi ko alam. At kahit sabihin naman lang Diyos sa atin, hindi nyo rin maintindihan dahil sa panahon yun, wala pang kalendaryo. Okay? In the beginning, it means in the eternal beginning. That could probably be. Pero wala akong tiyak na din. But ang sinabi lang, the time is in the beginning. Second, nilikha ng Diyos ang heavens in the space, out of the space. Nilikha ng Diyos ang mundo. Siya ho ang may likha nito. Yun po yung bagay na nilikha ng Panginoon at ang sabi niya, let there be light at binigyan niya ng energy ang mundo. Siya ang nagbigay ng buhay sa daigdig na ito. And it confirms what Jeremiah said in Jeremiah 10.12, But God made the earth by His power. He founded the world by His wisdom and stretched out the heavens by His understanding. So it confirms that by the wisdom of God. Now, anong pinupunto ko rito pag sinasabi kong nilikha ng Diyos ang lahat ng bagay? Una, siya ang nagtrabaho. Sa pangalawa, nilikha niya ito out of His wisdom. Ibig sabihin, nilikha ng Diyos ito hindi by accident. Intentionally, nilikha ng Diyos ng mundo ng may katalinuhan. Everything that you see inside the earth or even outside the earth ay nilikha po yan ng Panginoon. So God has been working from the very beginning until now is continuously working in the, even in the lives of His people. Now, let me go to my second point. God is the finest worker. What kind of worker God is? Doon sa ating binasa kanina sa verse 27, sabi, When He established the heavens, I was there. Referring, of course, to wisdom. When He saw circle on the face of the deep, when He made firm the skies above, and He established the fountains of the deep, when He assigned to the sea its limit so that the waters might, be, might not transgress His command, when He marked out the foundation of the earth, referring to the wisdom, to the earth, narunun yung wisdom. Ibig sabihin, lahat ng nilikha ng Diyos ay nilikha niya ng may katalinuhan. Amen. Kayo ba, nagta- kayo ba nagtatrabaho? Saan kami nagtatrabaho? Kayo ba nagtatrabaho, ginagamit niyo ng wisdom yung trabaho niyo? Pag hindi niyo ginamista ng wisdom yung trabaho niyo, mas lalong mahirap. Tama ba? At saka yun, papalpa kayo pag hindi niyo ginamitan, lalo na hindi niyo minaximize yung common sense. Ha? Kasi meron, eh, that's common to us, yung common sense. But sometimes, common sense is not common nowadays. Now, if you are just to maximize God's common sense, that's actually part of God's wisdom. Amen. So when you do your work, let us do it with wisdom because God used wisdom on the way He created everything in this world. Now, to confirm, Genesis 1.10 says, God called the dry land earth and the gathering of the waters He called seas. And God saw it was, it was, Good. In Hebrew word, ang ibig sabihin po ng good is pleasant, excellent, valuable in estimation. It's good. Maganda yung mga bagay na lilikha ng Panginoon. Bakit? It was a product of God's wisdom. Katunayan, para mapatunayan sa inyo na kung gaano katalino ang Diyos sa paggawa niya nito, hindi lang basta likha sa ng likha. Tama yung mga pagkakasunod-sunod ng kanyang paglikha. Amen ba? Hindi niya muna nilikha ang tao bago yung liwanag. During the first day pa lang, nandoon na yung earth at space, nalikha na ng Diyos. Sabi niya, let there be light. And there was light. 
Nagkaroon muna ng liwanag. Hindi nilikha ang darkness. Ang darkness ay bunga ng kawalan ng liwanag. That's why God is a God of light. He created light, then nakita yung difference between the darkness and light. Okay? The second day, nilikha na just yung atmosphere. Now, if you would like to see the entire context of this, you go to Genesis chapter 1 and read everything there. Okay? This is a summarized version. On the third day, God created dry land and plants. Then the fourth day, sun, moon, and stars. Could you imagine? Si Lord ang may likha ng lahat ng ito. Yung likhain nga lang ng Diyos yung earth, that's already amazing. Siya pa ang may likha ng mga bituin sa langit. At ang lahat ng mga bituin na yun ay nagniningning, kaya hindi ako naniniwala sa bituing walang ningning. Nando dun yung buwan to replace the sun. Pagkagabi para may liwanag pa rin. So, madidistinguish mo kano yung umaga at saka kung ano yung gabi. Alam nyo ba that there are billions of stars in the sky? Billions! At ang kala natin sa mga bituin, kasi lalaki lang itong mga ilaw. Kung kasi lalaki lang huyan ng mga ilaw na ito, ay hindi nyo na humakikita, lalo na kung mas malayo pa siya kaysa sa buwan. There are even stars that's even bigger than the earth. And there are billions of stars in the sky. And God knows them by name. Amen? And if God knows them by name, I'm pretty sure He knows your name as well. Amen? Come on. Kahit minsan mahirap ispilengin ang pangalan mo, pero alam pa rin ni Lord yung pangalan mo. Okay? This God is an amazing God that He created everything in order. On the fifth day, He created the sea, the flying creatures, ang mga ibon, kasama na po riyan. And on the sixth day, land animals, at dun din niya nilikha yung tao. Ang kainaman, dahil sa ang tao was created in the image and likeness of man, we are the masterpiece of God. Everything was created for the consumption of men. Could you imagine kung nilikha ka ng Diyos na nauna kaysa sa liwanag? Anong mangyayari sa'yo? Hamang ah, buhay kang nasa dilim. <laughs> ang dilim, laging brown out. Eh, wala pa namang miralko nun. The good thing is because God he did it by His wisdom that He created everything first. Everything that man needs. Kaya nung tayo ay inilikha na ng Diyos, handa na ang lahat sa atin. Yun ang pirinuvide ng Panginoon. Amen? May araw, kaya marami sa inyo hindi maputla dahil naaarawang kayo. Di ba? Naha, yung ma, 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 anong simyo ng hangin na lalangap ninyo. Let me just tell you this in Genesis chapter 1, verse 31. And God saw everything that He made, and behold, it was very good. Say, very good. Look at the face of the person beside you. Sabihin mo, very good. Very beautiful. Huh? Huh? Not in the image of a monkey. Kasama tayo, we are the masterpiece of God. Thank God for that. The way He created every part of our body, can you imagine? Yung ilong natin, hindi nakalagay dito, kundi nandito dito. Amen? Hindi niyo ba naitatanong, Pastor, bakit kaya yung ilong natin, yung butas niya ay narito sa ilalim? Bakit hindi baligtad, hindi nandito sa ibabaw? Why do you think the whole of the whole of our nose is not above? 
Could you imagine if it's raining? Nasa lumong lahat. Okay, ang tenga mo, bakit nilalagay dito sa ulo? Bakit nandito dito? Di ba? Because we use it for our conversation, for you to hear the person. Amen? So, God put everything in order. Now, I realize that kahit na ho sinong pinakamagaling na doktor, ay hindi kayang pag-aralan yung buong katawan natin. Bawat parte, may isang doktor <laughs> na yun ang specialist niya. Yung father ko kasi just went to an operation. He went, uh, he went home last uh, Friday uh, from operation. I know operation on the prostate. Okay? Tinanggal yun. Ngayon, during the course ng mga examinations, may nakitang bato sa kanyang kidney. And the doctor said, ah, hindi na ako ang expertise niyan. Sabi-sabi ng kapatid ko, Dok, magkalapit naman ah. <laughs> ah, hindi na ako ang expertise niyan. Ibang doktor na yan, hanggang ako sa prostate. Could you imagine? Doktor nag-aral ng 10 years, and I understand that, 10 years, pero ang concentration lang niya sa isang parte ng katawan. Bakit? Kasi kulang yung 10 years para masterin mo yung buong katawan ng tao. Iba yung sa mata. Anong tawag sa doktor sa mata? Ha? Optometrist o kaya EENT? Well, yan, yeah, ophthalmologist. Tama. Okay. Iba pa yung sa puso. Hindi pwede yung, yung doktor sa mata sabi mo, Dok, masakit yung puso ko. Tingnan mo nga yung mata ko sa puso ko. No, ibang specialist sa puso. Andyan ba kayo? So, ang tagal-tagal nag-aaral ang isang doktor, pero isang bahagi lang katawan ng pwede niyang i-master. Bagamat may ideas sa iba, pero mayroong kinakilangan specialist to every part of our body. Wow! The more reason I believe that God is really the great healer. Amen. He knows everything in our body, even the frame of our body. That's why I believe God is the best doctor of all. Amen. According to the commentary of NIV Life Application Bible, it says, God saw that all He had created was very good. You are part of God's creation. And He is pleased with how He made you. If at times you feel worthless or of little value, remember God made you for a good reason. You are valuable to Him. Wow. Mahalaga raw po tayo sa Diyos. Minsan iniisip mo parang, ano ba silbi ko sa mundong ito? Ano ba na contribute ko? But let me tell you, because God created you, you are not an accident. God created you for a reason. First and foremost, because He loves you. And He would like you to experience His love through, that, through the fellowship of His only begotten Son, Jesus. We are important before God. You are important before God. God has a purpose and a reason why you exist and why you live. Amen. Dapat nating makita, walang bagay na nilikha ang Diyos na walang dahilan. Kahit nang makikita natin yung kagandahan ng tanawin, yan po ay sa Boracay, Sunset at Boracay. Di ba na-amaze kayo sa kagandahan? Nakapunta na ba kayo ng Boracay o sa Luneta? Ito po ay isa sa mga tourist spot ho natin. Now, remember this, okay? Nung ang tao ay magkasala, nagsimula ang deterioration ng maraming bagay. Pati nga tao. Pati kanyang creation. But if you appreciate this, could you imagine how much more yung appreciation ninyo kung makikita nyo ito sa origi- based on the original creation ni Lord. Nung hindi pa nagkakasala yung tao, when things are not yet deteriorated, when things are not yet distorted, could you imagine the beauty? Ito po sa Palawan. 
Yung, could you imagine dyan sa underground river? Diba? Nakapunta na ba kayo dyan? Nakapunta na kayo? Sino taas nakapunta na? Yan. Buti pa kayo. Di ba ako nakapunta dyan eh? Okay. When God created the butterflies, okay, magugulat kayo. 18,000 kind of butterflies. Wow! Kayo niyo memorize yan? Oh. There are 10,500 birds. Ang alam lang natin, maya at saka gigil. <laughs> sa orchids, 26,567 orchids. Ha? Oo! God created each one of these. Oh, ito pa, yung mga may hihilig sa bulaklak. Oh, 400,000 kinds of flowers. Sa kahit na habang buhay tayo, mabuhay sa mundo ito, hindi pa natin kayang mabilang lahat yan. Makita, I mean, makita o't mamemorize ang mga bagay na yan. But that's true. That reflects, the beauty of all these things reflect the beauty of our Creator. It is God who created everything and He did it so excellently. Amen. If we have an excellent God and can do His work excellently, let me tell you this, God is also at work in your life. And He can do His work excellently as well. Amen? Let's give Him praise. God is the finisher of His work. When God started something, He would finish it. Sabi ng Proverbs 8.30-31, Then I was beside him like a master workman. Of course, yung nagsasalita yung wisdom. And I was daily his delight, rejoicing before him always. Rejoicing in his inhabited world and delighting in the children of men. The confirmation, because we know that God created men, the last, the masterpiece of God, the best in all things that God created. In Genesis chapter 2, verse 1 to 2, Thus the heavens and the earth were completed in all their vast array. By the seventh day, God had finished the work He had been doing. So on the seventh day, He rested from all His work. Tinapos ng Diyos yung paglikha niya sa lahat ng mga bagay bago niya nilikha ang tao. Okay? So madaling salita, kapag ang Diyos ay may pinasisimulan, siya rin ay mayroong tinatapos. Amen. Ganito po dapat natin tinitignan yung mga assignment na binibigay sa atin, yung trabaho natin. O yung purpose ni Lord sa mga trabaho natin. Na kapag ka may binigay sa yung trabaho, it should not be an unfinished business. Dapat tapusin mo. Amen. Marami kasi ningas kugon. Alam nyo kanong ningas kugon? Kugon na may ningas. Okay. Yung ningas kugon, yung bang gagawin mo okay sa simula. Gawin natin to, gawin natin. Tapos sa bandang ulo, hindi tatapusin. Unfinished business. Hindi ho ganun si Lord. Pag may pinasimula siya, tinatapos niya. Now, anong point ko po dito? Do you believe that God is at work in your life? God said in Philippians chapter 1, verse 6, that He who began a good work in you is faithful to complete it until the day of Christ Jesus. St. Paul said, I am confident of this. In ESB, I am sure of this. That he who began a good work in you is faithful to complete it until the day of Christ Jesus. So if God has a plan for you, which I'm sure He has, because the Bible says, For I know the plans I have for you, plans to prosper you, to give you hope, and a future, He has a plan for you, unique from others. God is faithful and He is willing to complete it. He is faithfully willing to complete it to complete that plan and fulfill that plan 
for your sake. Amen. Because God loves you so much. Kung si Lord nilikha niya yung lahat ng bagay na ito dahil siya may purpose, kapatid nilikha ka ng Diyos dahil may purpose din ng Panginoon sa iyo. Kaya kung ngayon may struggle ka, hindi dapat mag-ending sa struggle yan dahil may bagandang bagay na ginagawa ang Panginoon sa buhay mo. May maganda na siyang ginawa at may gagawin pa siya at patuloy siyang gagawa sa buhay mo hanggang matapos niya ang plano niya sa iyo. Amen. Let's give Him praise. That's why if you think the plan in your life is not yet finished, behold, God will also finish you. <laughs> God will also finish His plan for you. Okay? Medyo nadulas eh. Okay. Tatapusin din ni Lord <laughs> yung plano niya sa buhay mo. Now, that is why God is worthy of our praise in worship because we are totally, as a created beings, we are just totally dependent on our Creator. Because God created us not to be independent, but to be dependent on Him. Dahil si Lord yung may likha ng bagay, pati sa buhay natin, siya rin yung lilikha pa ng maraming bagay. Sabi, Psalm 150 verse 2, the Bible says, Praise Him for His mighty deeds. Say mighty deeds. Praise Him according to His excellent greatness. Let everything that has breath, praise the Lord, praise the Lord. Let everything that has breath. Yes, we believe that God is the finest worker. We believe that He's going to finish what He has started in our lives. The more reason, the more motivation we have to worship Him and to praise Him. God is worthy of our worship, worthy of our praise. Let everything that has breath praise the Lord. In other words, let everyone who is alive must praise the Lord. Who are alive in this place, raise your hands. Unless you're sleeping, you won't. <laughs> Let everything that has breath praise the Lord. Not only that, yes, while it is true that we are breathing, but another revelation is that nung naborn again tayo, we receive the regeneration of the Holy Spirit and therefore the Holy Spirit of God lives in us. That is the spiritual breath of God. Let everything that has the spiritual breath of God, let everything that has breath, praise the Lord. Amen. Why? Because we are in a better position to worship Him because we are alive in our spirit. Amen. And that God speaks to us by His Holy Spirit. The reason why we can call God Abba, Father, first, because we are sons and daughters of God. Second is because the Spirit of God is in us. Okay? We are connected to God. Kapag ka pray ka, it's your human spirit communicating with the Holy Spirit of God. Let everything that has the breath of God praise the Lord. Amen? Aasahan ba natin na yung mga puno, yung mga bato ang magpupuri sa Diyos? Bagamat kayang gawin ng Diyos yun, ang bato nga kaya niyang pagsalitain eh. Ang mga puno, pwede niyang pakilusin para purihin siya. Pero sa puso ng Diyos, nothing beats when His own creation would praise Him. Amen? Kaya yun yung dahilan na tayo nagpupunta rito. Kaya nga, sinasabi minsan, nag-service ka na ba? Ang service kasi, sa Hebrew word, ibig sabihin din yung work. At ang ibig sabihin din ng work na yun is worship. That's why when we come, minsan, nag-service ka na, worship service ang tawag natin dito. Because whenever we serve God, we worship Him. Amen? So tayo po, gawin natin opportunity to let us be amazed of the creation of God. And let us be amazed of 
of the continuous work of God in our lives. Kung may problema ka ngayon, huwag kang mag-alala, matatapos din niya, tatapusin ni Lord yan. Amen. Gano'n man kalaki yung utang mo, kung pananampalataya ka lang, tatapusin din ni Lord yung utang mo. Amen. We just have the obligation to hold our hands on Jesus and allow Him to journey us in this life. We just have to participate. We have to, I should say, cooperate with the work of God in our lives by putting our faith in Him and putting our trust in Him. In John chapter 5, verse 17, Jesus said to them, to His disciples, My Father is always at His work to this very day, and I too am working. Jesus was actually referring to the Father and referring to Himself working. Ano kaya yung tinatrabaho nila? When he had received the drink, Jesus said, It is finished. With that, he bowed, he said, and gave up his spirit. Jesus started the work of our salvation unto the end. Hanggang sa ito ay tapusin niya. Christ finished the work of our salvation. That's why when he was on the cross, and he said, It is finished. Meaning salvation is already at hand. Salvation is free. Because it was paid by Jesus. Christ worked for it. We don't have to work for our own salvation. Sometimes we have the tendency to, to think that God has not finished our salvation. So we have to finish it every Holy Friday. God's work of salvation is finished. We just have to receive it as a free gift. And when we say it's free, no payment at all. Walang bayad ang libre. At ibinibigay ni Lord sa atin yung gift of our salvation. Amen? It is because Christ worked at the expense of His own life, at the expense of His own blood that was shed, He worked for our salvation. All we have to do is to receive this free gift from the Lord. God's work of creation and redemption make us worship Him even more. When Christ died on the cross, He was not thinking of Himself. He was thinking of each one of us. We didn't have the capacity to provide salvation for ourselves. Even if we shed our own blood, the blood that we have is not enough. It will never, never, never be enough. But Christ worked for our salvation at the expense of His own life so we can receive that gift of salvation. How do we respond? We respond by worship. And the best worship that we can offer to God is by giving ourselves as a living sacrifice to Him. Even every time we come to this place, we just don't think of blessing. We think of Him. He has done everything. Lahat ng pagpapala, pag sinabi pong kaligtasan, it's not just the spiritual salvation, but also the physical salvation. That's why when you are sick, you can ask God for healing. When you are financially in debt, God, you can ask God for provision because the salvation that God has given us is complete. Amen. Let's bow down our head and let's close our eyes. Thank you, God. Lord, if we are to meditate how beautiful you are in our lives, we will be amazed even more. We already see the beauty of of all its of its creator and you are our creator god salamat sa buhay na ibinigay mo salamat sa iyong kabutihan salamat sa aming kaligtasan na binayaran mo doon sa krus ng kalbaryo dalangin po namin sa oras na ito habang kami nakayoko at nakapikit 
patuloy kang mangusap sa bawat isa. Buksan mo ang aming mga bata at maging yung mga trabaho ang ibinigay mo sa amin. Tignan namin dito ng may pasasalamat pagkat ang aming mga trabaho ay maging instrumento ng aming pagsamba sa iyo by giving our best to our work because of you. Sa oras na ito, as I said, the best response is to worship God. And to worship God also means to surrender your life to Jesus. Kung kayo po'y narito na kaupo sa isang sulok, saan ka man nakaupo, sa pwesto maaaring nasa gitna, nasa harap, kung gusto mong ibigay ang iyong buhay kay Jesus at sambahin siya, at ialay mo, nag-iisa mong buhay kay Jesus, maaring bago ka lang sa lugar na ito, first time kang nakapunta, at hindi mo pa ibinigay ng lubusan ng buhay mo kay Jesus, let me tell you this, ano man ang kalagayan mo sa buhay, mahal ka ng Panginoon, inaantay lang yan na magbalik loob ka sa Kanya. At sa oras na ito, kung gusto mong magbalik loob sa Diyos, can you just lift up your hands and I will pray for you. Wherever you are seated, huwag mong isipin yung nasa kaliwa mo, huwag mong isipin yung tao sa paligid mo, if you would like to surrender your life to Jesus, just lift up your hands right now para may panalangin kita, kapatid. Salamat po sa kamay na yun. Nakikita kayo ng Diyos. Salamat po. Nakikita kayo ng Diyos. I'm giving you another opportunity. If you want to receive Jesus as your Lord and Savior, just lift up your hands and I'll pray for you. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, God. Salamat. Salamat po sa kapatid na yun. Last call. If you are decided in your heart today, naisuko mo na yung buhay mo sa Panginoon, this is a chance for you. This is between you and God. Huwag mong tignan yung nasa paligid mo. Many of them already made that decision. Pero kung ikaw, hindi mo pa nagagawa yun, this is the chance. For the last time, lift up your hands kung gusto mong ialay ang buhay mo sa Panginoon. Thank you, Jesus. Lahat po nung nagtaas ng kamay, pwede po ba kayong tumayo sandali sa oras na ito? Panalangin ko lang po kayo. Po kayo mahiya. Lahat po nang nagtaas, tayo lang po kayo. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, God. Thank you, Jesus. Can you just lift up your hands simbolo ng inyong pagsusuko sa Panginoon? ng inyong buhay at sabihin niyo Panginoong Yesus, salamat sa pag-ibig mo sa akin. Ako po'y nagpapakumbaba sa iyo. Hindi kita ikinakahiya, Panginoon. Tanggapin mo ang puso ko. Inaalay ko to sa iyo. Pumasok ka sa aking buhay bilang aking Panginoon at sariling tagapagligtas. Simula sa oras na ito, ang nag-iisa kong buhay ay inaalay ko sa iyo. Salamat ako'y anak ng Diyos at ngayon ay may buhay na walang hanggan. Salamat, Panginoon, sa dakila mong pag-ibig. We hope you were inspired by that message. Listen to more podcasts from our website at www.victoryalabang.org and in Victory Alabang app. Thank you and stay connected.